0: From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond. And today I have Alok from ClubSpeed. Alok, it's really nice to have you on the podcast.
1: Thanks, Brad. I really appreciate you having me on. I'm very excited to join the podcast. I'm very excited that you were able to fit me into your busy schedule appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. I'm excited too. Just to kick us off, can you tell me a bit about who you are and then also a little bit about your company, what it is you guys do? Definitely. My
1: name is Alok Pandey. I grew up in Santa Cruz, California, Northern California. Both my parents are professors of anthropology at UC Santa Cruz. I grew up in a dynamic kind of household where lifelong learning was a key theme of my upbringing. And I know that's a key theme here as well. So it really does resonate with me and how I was raised and how I grew up. I went to college on the East Coast, spent some time out there, and then moved back to Northern California, San Francisco, a little over almost 13 years ago, and built a career in investment banking and growth equity and private equity investing, but all focused on technology. So for the last 13 plus years, I've been in the technology industry, mostly focused on B2B software. And over the course of my career in technology, I've been very lucky to work with amazing entrepreneurs, CEOs, CFOs, both on the investment side, but also on now on the operating side. Before joining Club Speed, I was a CFO and head of finance and corporate development organizations for some quite large venture capital and private equity-backed software businesses. I originally, joined the board of Club Speed in 2021 as an independent board member and got to advise the company on strategy and get an inside look on the company and how they were doing and what they were building towards. And then... The later on in 2021, the board actually came to me and said, look, we like the way you think. We think you're a pretty nice guy. So we want you to jump in and be the CEO of the company and lead us in the next phase of growth of the business. To give you guys a little perspective on ClubSpeed and what we do, we are the world's leading venue management software uh business for family entertainment centers. So we serve over 1,500 customers in over 70 countries around the world. And our customers include escape rooms, go-kart racing centers, axe throwing venues, paintball venues, multi-activity kind of trampoline parks. And we are their operational backbone from a software perspective. So we do everything from point of sale to integrated payments to online booking to CRM, but specifically focused on our vertical. Yeah. So that's a quick background on me and kind of the, the high level on Club ClubSpeed.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for that background. So let's get into some advice that you have when it comes to building a company, growing it, all that stuff. So what are some of the tactics and strategies you've used to grow the company so far?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Brad. I think from I'm a first-time CEO here at Club Speed, but I've been in the technology industry for over 13 years, as I said, and I've worked with some great people, great companies, great operators and entrepreneurs and investors. And a lot of the way that I think has been formulated by not only my experience over the last 13 years, but really over the last 34 plus years of my life, where all companies boil down to the people. And I think When you think about growth and progress, the way I think is always about, hey, do I have the right people here in the right roles in this organization to help us get to our big picture goals and my vision of where the company needs to be. And that's what I think about every single day. It's not only the people and we have at Club Speed and we're blessed to have great folks here that work for Club Speed that care a lot about the future of the business and our customers and our product, but also is there alignment across organizations? If product isn't in, uh, aligned with engineering, you're never going to get anything done. You can say the same thing about sales and product, and really every facet of the organization. And I view my job as the CEO in just making sure that we have all the right people in the right roles for us today and also for what we're building toward in the future, and also making sure that we're aligned. And that alignment is reflected in not only what we're communicating to our customers and our board of directors and investors, but also in what we're actually producing as a business. And that tra- that could translate to f- financial results in terms of making sure that we're meeting or exceeding our plan, but also what we're producing from a product standpoint and a communication standpoint on a daily basis.
0: For sure. Have there been any major lessons you've learned? Like, this is interesting. We discovered this or that as you've been building the company. I think there's almost a major lesson every single day. Look, I think what I've
1: learned that has been something that, frankly, I've had to improve on myself is that there's always going to be a fire, right? And I think it's not it's not about waking up in the morning and saying, hey, is something going to go wrong? It's more about, all right. I know that everything is not going to go perfectly to plan. So the things that are going to go wrong, how do I deal with these situations with a calm demeanor, calm mind, and convey that to my team to make sure that we are solving problems? Because I think that coming into this job, I had the attitude of, yes, things are not always going to go perfectly. But what I've learned really, especially over the last couple of years of being in this business, is how I act and how I carry myself, especially in these fires or difficult situations, translates to how my team behaves and also how confident they are that we're doing the right things in these situations. Because these situ- having the attitude that like, oh, we got to not have this happen. If something goes wrong, or whether it's a product issue or customer issue, you're just not going to solve your problems most efficiently, nor are you going to make your team feel good about working hard or getting things done quickly. So I think that's been a big thing for me. And I have to constantly remind myself of this, but it's definitely helped in moving the company forward and has translated in our growth as well.
0: Oh, for sure. Let's talk about LinkedIn content, all this stuff. So you're pretty active on there. How has that contributed to what you're doing? And have there been any insights or thoughts you have on that?
1: I've been an active participant in LinkedIn for many years now. Look, I think the great thing about LinkedIn is that it is a professional network. And what I, one of my big goals here, especially for all the folks that work at ClubSpeed, is to highlight not only our employees, but also our customers. And I see LinkedIn as a great avenue to celebrate the hard work that's being done every day at ClubSpeed. So just to give you one example of something that we do and use LinkedIn for, ClubSpeed, we have every month we highlight an employee as what we call our club speed champion of the month. So it's someone, the management team gets together really once a month and says, hey, on our team, who went above this month? And then we highlight that person. We celebrate them in our weekly all hands for that month. And then we publish a picture of them on LinkedIn. And usually it's a great way to not only celebrate the employees that are going above and beyond, but also for their professional network. And they usually reshare the post that CloudSpeed shares on them. And then our cust- the great thing too is that our customers love it too. And they comment or email me and say, oh yeah, but that person did a great job on this last month. I'm glad that you're celebrating them on LinkedIn. So I see it as a great avenue to not only interact with our customers, but also celebrate our employees and the great work that's being done every day at ClubSpeed. I
0: love it. That's awesome. So what's one of the most difficult challenges you've faced so far as CEO and how do you overcome it?
1: I think the biggest challenge I've faced when you asked, who am I? I said, I'm a father, I'm a husband, a brother, I'm a son, I'm a friend to hopefully many people, is balancing the personal life and how important kind of my family relationships are every single day with the job of being a CEO and the stress it carries of thinking about my business 24. And I think the way, again, I don't know if I've, overcome this challenge. <laughs> it kind of depends on who you ask. My wife might have a different answer than I do. But I think like for me, a big way to at least try to balance my life and profession has been whenever I'm doing something and whether that's playing a game with my son or talking to my wife, I really try to be present. And and the same applies to work. Again, it's not something that I'm the best at or some would argue great at, but that's something I've tried to be much better at over the course of the last couple of years.
0: I love it. Yeah, it certainly is challenging when you're a CEO. I'm a CEO myself as well. And you're constantly thinking about the business improvements, all that. So that's a challenge. What's one thing you wish you had known when you first became CEO that you uh, know now? I think the
1: biggest thing that I wish I'd known when I first became CEO is go back to what I said earlier in terms of how important the people are in every single role. And I think one thing that I think about every day that I probably, before stepping into this role, wasn't as cognizant of is how important morale is. Team morale, company morale, it's something that we monitor now with weekly false surveys that wasn't in place before I came in, but it really does influence everything, right? And it fundamentally, I don't think human beings, let alone employees, can be fully productive or produce something that is the best without feeling really good about the company and their jobs and essentially what they do day to day. And I think company morale is something that is probably underappreciated, That I think is one of the most important things for a CEO.
0: Absolutely. Very important. So if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be and how would it maybe change the things at the time?
1: One thing that I also think about in terms of my life, in terms of being a CEO, but also almost everything that I put myself into, whether it's I play competitive tennis and tournaments and stuff like that, or being a father, being a husband, or any other role that I play is the importance of consistency. It's putting in the work every single day, showing up but also making sure that you really narrow the focus of what needs to get done every day. Because I can't do everything. I can't do everything in every role. I need to rely on other people to make sure things move forward. And if I can make sure that I define whether it's the night before work or the first thing in the morning when I wake up, what are the three things that no matter what needs to get done every single day and be consistent on that approach? As I said, things always pop up out of the blue that kind of make your plans go out of whack. But I think that level of consistency helps not only in this job, but also every other role I play in my life that I think is a great approach to the job and also your personal life.
0: Absolutely. Can you describe a time when you had to pivot strategy and how'd you make that decision? What was your thought process during
1: it? It's been very interesting. Over the last two years, we've acquired three companies. ClubSpeed is a full fledged venue management software solution. To give one example, to directly answer a question, we acquired a company about a year ago called Rosova, which is a business focused on escape rooms, have over 800 customers. Started off as a point of sale, but we developed it to be more of an integrated payments point of sale and online booking software solution. Sorry, it started off as online booking software solution. Now it's more of an integrated all-in-one software solution. And you know what we learned and this is something that's pretty unique to our space is versova has a much more simple cloud based kind of user experience and flow, and it's much easier to implement than ClubSpeed, which is designed usually for multi-location or bigger family entertainment centers. And we had some customers that signed up for ClubSpeed that when they came on ClubSpeed, they were like, hey, we would love something a bit more simpler. This is a great software solution, but it has like too many features and we'd love something simpler. And that's when I realized with my team that, hey, if this isn't going to fit their needs, Let's just get them on Resova and give them that sim- simple solution that will serve their needs and best operate their business. And that's what we've done now, not in many cases, because now we figured out the go-to-market flow for both of them, especially a year into this acquisition. But in some way, we had to pivot kind of how I originally thought about implementation, go-to-market and product that has helped serve the business.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. And as we wrap up, what's one piece of advice you have for your industry as a whole? What would you want to tell your broader industry?
1: Give it a broader piece of advice to the, call it, family entertainment center center industry is I think, and I think this is part of my personality too, I'm a a born optimist. I I continue to be optimistic, but giving two years into this thing, I've seen the highs and lows. And we dealt with COVID in 2020 was also just like a, a terrible time for our industry with the lockdowns and everything and businesses shutting down. Um, I have a high level of optimism for the future, and I have a high level of optimism for family entertainment, venue management, and venues, and we're seeing a great level of growth in new venues, but also success for our existing venues. And I think that's going to continue for a long period of time. And my advice is to invest in software to make sure that you're serving that best serving that growth, and uh, hopefully you'll come and partner with us at Club Speed.
0: Absolutely. It's been amazing to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much for joining and sharing all your wisdom and insights. Really appreciate it.
1: Awesome, Brad. This has been a fantastic experience. Thank you for having me on and I look forward to continuing the conversations in the future.
0: Absolutely.